You're listening to episode number 226 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Caesars Entertainment. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Or you can just give us money, and you could do that via PayPal donations. A link to that's also available at the 360vegaspodcast.com website. Warning. The hosts enjoy doing the show, and as a result, laugh a lot. If you don't like that, don't listen. We don't care. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Tony, what's it like being back in civilization? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, nope, still not. No. <laughs> wait, hang on. Tony's lost his internet. <laughs> yeah. No, so, Tony. Tony still lives in Michigan. I think was his, what his point was. Yeah, that, I kept that, telling him it wasn't a third world country. It is a third world. It co- is not. You see, here's the sad thing about Michigan: your most metropolitan city is Detroit. Yeah, that's that's a fair point. You get outside of the the uh, southeast corner of Michigan, uh, which is really where all of the money is, sans Detroit, of course, and you do get into some rather rural areas. But in fairness to me, in fairness to me, 1.1 million households were out of power uh, because of the storm that blew through. So I was I was one of 1.1 million. Well, he was in good company. Yeah. All right. So Belize, how boring yes. is that? It was beautiful. It was an absolutely beautiful country. A lot of fun. It was my wife and I for her 35th birthday. Her brother, her stepbrother, and one of her best friends all came along. We'd found the, a really cool house through VRBO. Everybody had their own bedroom. Each bedroom had its own uh, full bath with it. Wait, sorry. Hold on. Hold on. You found the house through VRBO. Now, in my mind, those letters stand for virtual reality body odor. That's, that's what I hear. Um, VRBO. I, I don't know. My, my guess is it's more like booking office. I don't know. I, okay. I will text Jen. What does uh, I have VRBO never? I've yeah. heard of Airbnb. I've never heard of VRBO. It's it's a thing. I swear. Um, now, granted, <laughs> you you know you, there's a little uh, slap and tickle that goes along with it. You have to be cool with. But other than that, I mean, it's super super cheap place to stay right <laughs> for some reason there was a guy that was just like watching us the whole like while we slept like just 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 sleep just rest you guys need any water like no right <laughs> can we go outside sir right <laughs> no, no, you have to touch it first this is a terrible <laughs> idea I know. See, I'll I- just save three dollars a night <laughs> fuck you gnome fuck you to hell gnome <laughs> See, I, I, it's funny. I, I um, I used to always indulge Karen's beach vacations, and and now as we've gotten older, I'm like, God damn, that's fucking boring. 
Like, I mean, I get going with like. Were you not seeing the pictures? They were hiking in caves and doing all kinds of shit. Well, see that that sounds fun, and we've talked about Aruba would be fun with 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 couples, you know. So all that shit sounds cool, but um, I don't know. I always think of just like, oh, let's go lay on the beach. Like, oh my god, the fuck am I gonna do? There's all kinds of outdoor stuff for them to do too. Yeah. Yeah. We drank our faces off. Uh, VRBO stands for Vacation Rental by Owner. Oh, all right. Well, that makes sense. And the woman that owned it was a very nice uh, husband and wife couple out of London. So that was cool. It's called Debbie's Beach House. And uh, they they live there during the summer months and then just rent it out during the non-summer months. So it was beautiful. It was a good time. I don't know that we would necessarily ever go back to... We were in San Pedro, but in uh, which is a, a peninsula area. But listen, part of it is you can be on a beach with palm trees anywhere. And so in light of the fact that there's so many cool places in the Caribbean to go to, I think that while we had a great time in Belize, we wouldn't necessarily go back there again. Again, not because we don't love it, but we'd like to experience, you know, beach sand and palm trees in Dominican many, Republic. Many again. different countries, yeah. Right. Right. So, let me hang on. I wanted to re- go through every single country in the Caribbean. <laughs> no, 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 Tony. We got it. We got it. We're yeah, good. We they're, got it. they're tiny islands. They're all pretty much the same. Absolutely the same. So you just pick and choose the events that you want, the things you want to do. We we snorkeled. That was a lot of fun. Snorkeling um, is fun. The, the uh, second largest barrier reef in the world is just off from Belize. So really, you. you uh huh. You take a boat Don't touch about it, it'll kill you. <laughs> oh, that no, that's true. That's absolutely true. <laughs> that's what I mean. They're like, look how beautiful this barrier reef is. Like, it will kill you. We didn't actually bring her brother back with us. He's still floating around <laughs> right. out there somewhere. He got too close. We warned him. <laughs> exactly. We're like, listen, hey, we told you. <laughs> we sat on the deck of that boat, and the fucking captain went over there. <laughs> Somebody didn't listen. Right. No, I got it. Right. <laughs> Do you remember we were in Aruba? We were yeah. snorkeling around. Um, that that shipwreck. Yeah, there was boat. a sh- yeah, yeah. It was like World War II or some shit yep. like that, and that scared the shit out of me. Like I thought, like my feet would just kind of dangle because it was like right the fuck up there, and I was always afraid. Like you know, I'd be swimming in like, oh, I accidentally nicked it. Like oh, you're gonna die now. Shit. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> it's, like this wasn't worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Not worth it. Oh my. But yeah, I like but- snorkeling. To then come home to no power sucked. Fortunately, my mother-in-law has a home down in Flo- a winter home down in Florida, and that's where she is right now. So we were able to crash at her house because without having to deal with her. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> he's the that. one that. He's like, fortunately, they were living down in Florida, so we were able to stay at their house. Like, going, you couldn't have stayed at their house if we were there. Well, I'm like, yeah, we could, but I mean. Talk about torture. I'll think I'll stay in the fucking house without Stop. power. Stop. <laughs> Stop. That's funny. Not true. Not true. I, I got to concede. I, I actually do like my mother-in-law a lot. She is a, a very fun woman. An avid uh, listener. <laughs> in the off chance she ever listens to this podcast. Oh. On record. Right. <laughs> no, Mark. He makes jokes. <laughs> As we watch Tony's marriage crumble over the <laughs> What did you say about my mom? I know next week exactly. we get written in. Where <laughs> we get a write-in from from his mom. I used to like this. Sh- an iTunes review. I used to like the show, but that Tony is a fucking asshole. <laughs> oh, right. 
<laughs> Unfortunately, she's not smart enough to sign it other than, like, Jen's mom. You know? <laughs> like, well, I think we know what happened. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, all right. So with that, let's start the show. Sure. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. The Thunderbird Casino, the Twit Pick of the Week-inspired monologue from last week, we spoke about they lost so much money in their opening night that the mob had to eventually take them over. Well, they specifically lost, at least on craps, $145,000 on their opening night in October of 1945. In today's money, that would be $1.6 million. In one night? <laughs> on one game, on wow. their craps. One game. In, in craps, they lost $1.6 million on, on opening night. We Not got, good. No, we got that from SinCityTalk.com. Talk about the Native Americans. They can't catch a fucking break. <laughs> oh. What? It ties in. It ties in. It's a Native American theme. Let's, let's not go back to that again. We didn't that, get any that complaints yet. That, <laughs> don't. Please don't. <laughs> I don't want any part of that hey, conversation. there's a chance, but probably no way in hell, that I have some Native American in me. Like the majority of Americans claim they somehow have one. Was Geronimo stopped by in the weekends that I don't know about? <laughs> At least he certainly did the night Geronimo came over with peyote. There you go. <laughs> but there you go. Do you think when Geronimo jumps out of an airplane, he just goes, me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so bad, Tony. <laughs> it reminds me of that. I got, I got, I got, I got one more terrible pun for you. Okay. Tonight, because it, we're recording on St. Patrick's Day, I'm drinking rye whiskey. Oh, well, there you go. Now, you may say, I don't understand. Rye whiskey is an American bourbon. Why would you drink that on St. Patrick's Day? So that I can say to anyone, kiss me, I'm Ryerish. Oh. <laughs> you know what he reminds Kidoki. me of? That guy in, in Sisters. That it's just, it's just constantly like shitty oh, joke stop. after shitty joke. He's not that bad. No, he's not that bad. Because he, he actually has funny ones. They're groaners, but they're funny. Yeah. Right. The right. guy in Sisters doesn't. <laughs> I hate to ask this, Tony, but have you ever seen that movie, Sisters, with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler? You know what? Jen and I got about a third of the way through it, and we just couldn't handle it anymore. That's the one where the parents are going to sell the house, right? Yeah. Yes. Did you? Okay, but, but oh get this. Oh, my God. We love that movie. <laughs> did you get to the... See, you need to get to the part where the house party kicks up, because that's actually it's the kind of part. the whole movie. <laughs> did you see them when they were in the nail salon? Maybe. Never, you're, you're, uh, yeah, just skip, skip ahead. He's okay, never so for anybody that's ever seen that movie, Amy Poehler does this this thing in the nail salon where the uh, the nail tech, her, her name tag says Vicky, and she asks, is that her real name? And she's like, no, it's Hey Juan. And they have this whole exchange back and forth. Trying, Amy Poehler's trying to say the name right, and the girl keeps telling her it's wrong, and it just goes on and on and on and on. So I was at this thing for work, and it was this new high-tech demo. They're showing how all this new technology is going to work and stuff. And in one of the areas, they have this gigantic mock-up of an iPhone. And it says, it's basically designed to be like you, you come onto the, the parking lot and it knows it's you and, it, the, and the app says hello. And on the app it says, hello, hey Juan. And, and I'm like looking at it going, oh my God, like it's the exact same name from the movie. So of course I have to take a pic and send it to Mark. And yeah. he lost it. And anyone <laughs> that's seen the movie thinks it's funny. But I'm just like, but most okay. people didn't see the movie. <laughs> most people haven't seen the movie. It is so aggravating because it was hilarious. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I digress. <laughs> well, you digressed us into the twit pick of the week. At New York, New York, Vegas captured what has long been speculated, but only now confirmed. This 
is the point of view of my world. This is how I keep an eye on Vegas, handing out judgment on what I deem is worthy enough information to be shared on our show. News I determine people need to know about regarding paradise in the desert. A self-loathing deity of mathematical gambling, the scientific method, and drunken debauchery. Look in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No. It's 360 Vegas, motherfuckers, and be forewarned, what happens in Vegas ends up on this show. <laughs> what the hell? I like inspiration. Are you saying you're like the bird in the, in the sky, like looking down on all of No, I'm world? saying I'm a goddamn superhero, Karen. I am a Vegas superhero. <laughs> You've seen the logo on our t-shirts, Karen. That's no bullshit. I am the Vegas superhero. 360, I see it all that I find 360 Vegas man? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. 360 Vegas man. <laughs> Beautiful picture. Beautiful picture. That was that was really cool. They, Frankly, I, I hope that uh, MGM will do that with all of their properties because that was gorgeous. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You are, you're going to have to go see it for yourselves. We're not explaining it to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the monologue. That's the monologue's meant to inspire you. If that doesn't do it, then you don't get to see the picture. You don't deserve to. Good grief. <laughs> as always, we will link the photo on our blog and feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google+, and Twitter. Let's move into the news. All right, this one I'm really excited about, Mark. This is the 360 Vegas Vacation 5 details are starting to roll out. Yes, even though 360 Vegas Vacation 4 is still more than two months away, we are finally ready to share with you what we have planned for our second Vegas vacation in 2017, 360 Vegas Vacation 5, considering it is just over six months away. As we mentioned last week, it will be Sunday through Tuesday, September 3rd through the 5th, and the theme is North Strip, or more accurately, as north as the Mirage. Things tend to get a little too pricey and less fun if you go any further north. And Circus Circus is beyond off the strip at this point, or yeah, is at least, uh, you know what I mean, fuck it. Uh, so here's the plan. <laughs> here's what we're going with. Sunday, 4 p.m., meet and greet at Rumbar at Mirage. At 5, we're basically just going to carry that over to the Stack Lounge where we're going to have drinks and dinner. Basically, just whatever the bar is going to offer. They've got plenty of awesome shit there. We've spent they do have some really good many a times just hanging out there. Yeah, you'll, you'll be fine. Uh, at 7, group gaming at the Mirage. And then at 10 p.m., we're going to move on over to Harris for some more group gaming. And there might be some dueling pianos in there, Vital Vegas. I don't care. Oh, he judges it. He's right. like, of all the things in Vegas I don't understand, dueling pianos is the top of them. I'm like, oh, of all the so stupid shit that you like, you know, how, how, how you could judge anybody for the things they like in Vegas is beyond me. And what I love about dueling pianos versus karaoke is that everybody can sing along. And you're not like upstairs, up on stage. Well, nobody, yeah, you can't really hear anybody singing. It's just a bunch of people just yelling. Yeah, no, that's the best part. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, that's the part that I think is fun about it. So fuck you, Scott. Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then. Monday, 10 a.m. Cool, the p- cool. We're going to be cool at the pool cabana at Link. 12 p.m., flour and barley pizza at the Link Promenade, which basically just means we're going to go make a pizza run and bring it back to the pool. 
5 p.m., we're doing a meet and greet at the Catalyst Bar at Link. 6 p.m., dinner at the Tilted Kilt at the Link Promenade. And then at 8 p.m., we're going to do an open bar on the High Roller at the Link. That's going to run you about 50 bucks per person. We will have an RSVP because clearly we need to make some room for you. Now, they do have a, like, where we could get something of, of like, a private car, but they insist on packing 40 fucking people in there, and it's it's ridiculous to be able to pull it up. So, odds are, we're just going to do like we always do, which is go into... Show uh, up and not, just take over? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and not in a dick way. We just have those kind of big personalities. It's just going to happen, you know? And, and to be fair with you, think about every time we've ever done slot races. It, it's not like we're being rude and loud or anything. It's just kind of like people are like, what are you guys doing? This looks awesome. Can we be a part of it? <laughs> like, yeah, come on in. This is awesome. So there you go. Open bar on the high roller at the Link Promenade, and then we're gonna we're gonna finish off our day o link in the link with some <laughs> some group gaming. Day o link. Day o link. <laughs> Nine p.m. We're gonna do some group gaming at uh, at Link. Then on to Tuesday, we're gonna do eleven a.m. brunch at the Bacchanal Buffet at Caesar's Palace, followed at one p.m. with cigars and scotch at Monte Cristo at Caesar's Palace. Woohoo! Two p.m. <laughs> Bugsy's Bar at Flamingo. More than likely video poker, or we'll spill out from that, but that is a place that Tony and I have spoken many times about that is near and dear to both of our hearts and every Vegas trip that we make. Irrationally oh. love it. It is. It is really kind of like anybody. <laughs> no good reason to. Yeah, this isn't going to be one of those things like where we tell you, oh, you're going to come to Vegas vacation and it's the greatest thing that's ever happened to you. We're not going to oversell Bugsy's Bar. You're going to get there and be like, what's it's the, big, a bar. the big deal about yeah. this? Like, I don't know. I love it. Shut up. You're here with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you love it. That's right. <laughs> I love it, so you must love right. it. <laughs> I didn't say they must love it. You're just going to be there. <laughs> and then you can wander off, like, going, this is dumb. I'm going somewhere else. Like, all right, whatever. You were at it. I can say, you were at Bugsy's Bar. You know? <laughs> And all they right. can check it off their list. That's right. Bucket list. They right never there. have to go back again. Hey. Hey. Then, 5 p.m., dinner at Giada's at Cromwell. <gasps> we will also have an RSVP for that because, hey, it's fine dining. We get, you know, you get a right. big room. That's going to be good. Yeah. 7 p.m., meet and greet at Bond at Cromwell. That is a badass bar that we spent a shit ton of time with uh, Sky, <laughs> Sky on the and the Rocks, rocks and, and his, his wife. That his was lovely wife, awesome. yes. And then, 8 p.m., group gaming at basically everything on the east side of Wherever, Las Vegas wherever we decide to We settle. start off at Cromwell, head down to Harris, anything in between. As always, the details are always subject to change based on availability. That being said, should we ever need to make any kind of a change like that, we'll be sure to share those details with you as soon as they become available to us. But basically, the dates are locked. It's just the dates are yeah. locked, and it, what we're the going, general area is yes, locked. Yes, what we are going to do is locked. It's just there could be a situation, and knock on wood, so far this hasn't happened. We've just always been prepared for this to happen because it's fucking Vegas. There is a chance that we will want to go to one of these bars or lounges or something, and somebody came in and rented it out, and we're fucked. And in that case, we will just relocate usually to the closest kind of, you know. <laughs> the closest place that has alcohol. Well, that's 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 a similar concept, you know, where, where it can accommodate a bunch of us and we can hang out and bullshit. And, you know, but like I said, so far, knock on wood, that hasn't ever happened. We just want to always prepare because it's going to happen one of these times. It's inevitable that it's going to happen. Yeah. So 
like I said, we're going to have RSVPs available for you on the blog. Same place where you go to see all of our 360 Vegas vacation stuff. It's just go to 360VegasPodcast.com. It's the top tab. It just says 360 Vegas Vacation. The top's going to be four. The bottom's going to be five. Just scroll. You'll have three options. You can RSVP the whole thing. You're going to be a part of all of it. You can RSVP just Giadas. You can RSVP just the high roller experience. But, yeah, there it is. 360 Vegas Vacation 5. I think this is a ve- I think this might be one of the strongest itineraries that Vegas Vacation has had. And I obviously I'm speaking from just personal delight here, but all of these things excite me a lot. Mirage is a great place. All of these uh, different uh, bars and whatnot at the link are fun. Obviously, you're speaking straight to me with these cigars and scotch uh, aspect at Monte Cristo, but I'm a big fan of Cromwell. Got to stay there over Christmas a couple months ago. Loved it. I may actually crash at Cromwell. That might be my that might be my home place because I love it that much. But this is Mark. Well done, man. Well done. And to be fair, though, while he is right, to be to be fair, <laughs> well, well done. He's right about well done. What that I'm really really good at this. <laughs> <laughs> I knew the ego was in there somewhere. <laughs> I do believe he almost verbatim says the exact same thing every time I share a Vegas vacation itinerary with him. So <laughs> now, now it, it, I would like to believe, and it more than likely is accurate, that I'm just really, really good at this. And he's just kind of impressive, like, Jesus Christ, five of these in a row, and they're just as good as the last time. It's amazing. But I don't want to put words in his mouth. <laughs> it's it's almost like you able to outdo yourself each time. How how is that possible? I'm really really oh, good at this. Oh God! And this is why the ego is as bad as it is. I think I've earned this. No. The only thing I'm gonna oh, say man. is is I may work with Christina to figure out something else to do during the cigars and scotch thing. Well, I figured, and and. and that could be one of those things that maybe if the indulgence is a big hit and we start getting some feedback that uh, other people, you know, are, are coming to Vegas Vacation 5 and would like to do something like that, that could be something that we add on top of it. But this is what we have planned for you. This this is what's in, in, in the pipeline. And... Um, I'm fucking psyched. We've, we've never stayed at Link, never stayed at Imperial Palace before it was there. I'm such a fan of the area. That's why we're basically featuring that fucking property for an entire day of Vegas vacation. North Strip has, or what I call North Strip, Tony and I have had extended conversations about this, but uh, we'll, we'll just we'll stick with what I call North Strip. Because <laughs> uh, your definitions are the only ones that matter. In this case, yes. Uh-huh. In, the, in this case. One of my favorite places in, in uh, actually the first place I fell in love with in Vegas was was this North Strip area, including Treasure Island. And I'm I'm just once again thrilled to to share. God damn how good I am at this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm psyched that we're doing this twice a year. We've had several people talk about what a pain in the ass it is that we, uh, you know, you have such a great time. Like, all right, man, see you guys in a year. Like, yeah. fuck, well, come on. If you think about it, though, here's the other thing. Normally, if you, and you and I don't do, you know, guys' weekends and girls' weekends and stuff like yeah. that. But usually if you do, it's like once a year. Mm-hmm. And you get all your friends together and you all go do something. That's kind of what this is. So once a yeah. year totally makes sense to me. The fact that we're doing it twice a year is kind of ridiculous and super awesome. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> it, it's kind of, like, it's gotten... To the point where, because I completely agree with you, but it's kind of gotten to the point where it's so much fun 
that were like, it's almost not fair to only do this once a year. Like, I don't like that I only get to see a large amount of those people once a year. I don't like that. I want I want it more. Yeah. You know, and that's that's really what it's going to come. Oh, um, uh, and here's a little teaser for you. We have been discussing the idea of 360 Reno vacation because Reno is not far from Tahoe or from mountains, Karen. I know. I, I was seeing some of the, as I catch up with the conversation later, I saw some of that and thought, if I can tie in another ski vacation on top of that, you I better believe that I am sounds all over that. awesome. It does. That sounds so much fun. Put it on a Reno vacation or something. Well, yeah. We're, first it, quarter of next year. That's in the very early stages. It's not like Vegas vacation where I have like the next three of them planned out. <laughs> but, yeah. I'm only, only get, actually, I'm not getting any ski trips right now in 2017, so. That's not true. In 17? Yes. There'll be some in in the winter months later. We've talked about this. Okay. We only have like December. That's it. And no, I didn't, I didn't get one. in November. That's where we went this year. We, I had to go all the way up to Vancouver to go. <laughs> you know, you can go to Colorado. You can go to Utah. You can go to those places. I wanted to go Tagalog and Chris and Julian. You wouldn't let me because you couldn't go. Well, we're, no, first of all, that's bullshit. Oh, it is not. No. it's uh, While I was totally thinking it, I never actually said it. Yes, you did. No. You gave me the look from hell that was oh, like, how dare you? Oh, but it never you? said it. How never dare you? Never said it. Oh, trust me. I know that look well enough to oh, I don't bring it up oh, again. Oh, I implied it, but I did not. I very strategically never said it just so when this situation happened, I could actually <laughs> deny it. Oh. <laughs> we need to move on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good idea. Uh, Chris Angel blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> This week, Chris Angel blacked out while performing his upside-down straight jacket trick during his residency show at Luxor, Mind Freak Live. He was only 15 minutes into the show when stage assistants realized that something was wrong. <laughs> the show was stopped, he was lowered to the stage, and rushed to the hospital where he was given a clean bill of health. Damn. This was the first <laughs> time Angel has had an issue with the illusion and blamed poor diet, lack of sleep, and dehydration for the blackout. He returned to performing the following night and performed the aforementioned illusion without issue. You know what's sad? I'll bet you he is actually a good magician. He's just such a douche. He just looks gross to me. Oh, that I agree with you. Yeah, like he's super ripped, but I'm like, I don't know. I look at you and I see disease. I don't I don't know why. I, I don't know. I None of his early stuff, like when he was on TV, made me any interested to see him. Yeah, there was something weird. Like, do you remember when David Blaine did the first levitation thing? You're like, that's really cool. And then Chris, Oh, I used to love David Blaine, and then he went off the deep end. Well, right. But then Chris Angel was like, I'm going to levitate above fucking Luxor. Like, going, all right. I mean, there's Manzi, and then there's fucking Mega Manzi. And that's kind of what you did there. That's that's kind of like, I can fucking levitate to space. Like, all right. All right. Let's... Fine, we get it. <laughs> like, it was almost believable that maybe Blaine did something. You made it crystal clear by going, it's an illusion. Look how much of an illusion. Like, all right, we got it, Chris. We got it. There you go. All right, so take me out, uh, out east. Tell me about the Atlantic Club water park. This is so interesting. The Las Vegas Sun reports that R&R Development Group has purchased the closed Atlantic Club Casino and Hotel with plans to renovate it into an indoor water park. The developer has no plans of ever reintroducing gambling at the property that was originally 
Steve wins Golden Nugget. Then B. Bally's Grand, then a Hilton, then ACH, standing for Atlantic City Hotel, a la LVH. And that whole thing happened before becoming the Atlantic Club. The Atlantic Club was one of five Atlantic City casinos that closed in a two-year period as the market's inability to compete with casinos in nearby Pennsylvania, New York, Connecticut, well, basically any competition uh, started to spring up around them. The plan is to invest $135 million into the hotel and construction of the water park. Plans are to open by the fall. I have nothing to add to this. I don't care about Atlantic City. Me neither. Oh, no, no. But of all the things that could happen there, you're like, all right, well, that's... Because clearly casinos don't seem to work there, so you should really start thinking of other things to do. Which is... The irony's not lost on me. They're putting a water park in in fucking Atlantic City. (laughs) Go out to the ocean, assholes. Oh, no, you don't want to get into the ocean in Atlantic City. You want to go to one of the nicer beachier areas. I I wouldn't even go to the beach in that area either. (laughs) No, or at least saying, watch be- where you step. The beachier areas, not Atlantic City Beach, yeah. just a different one. It's so sad that place could have been so cool. And it used just, to be. Yeah, it did, it did used to be. There you go. All right, let's move into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, March Madness fan and rapidly becoming the face of Vegas... Derek Stevens made news again when he bet on all 32 opening round games of the tournament, totaling $352,000. The bets were placed at South Point live on the Sirius XM radio, which is channel 204 for the kids at home. I actually have put that channel in as a pre-selection on my uh, car radio. And if he were to win, the winning bets would net him $320,000. So... For fo- I'm not much of a of a sports gambler, so I, you know I'm looking at this. And I'm like, okay, so the guy's gonna bet three hundred fifty-two thousand dollars. Yeah. And if he wins all of them, and he's got to win all of them. He would bring home six hundred and uh, what seventy-two thousand dollars, which is essentially a three hundred twenty thousand dollar net win. Right. He he doesn't even win a one for one with his money. Well, and, and he's, I understand he's placing yeah. on These some of the sure bets. Yep, they're heavily heavily favored. Yeah. They're heavily favored. Um, but I'm just I'm so not a not a what is that called? I want to say sports ball betting, but that's not what it's called. Sports better? Call? No, it's a um, sports a parlay, isn't it? Where no. you do bet on multiple games? Yeah, I don't think. Well, yeah, I think that's well, what yes, it is. But I know what he's looking for. He's uh, how do you describe somebody that that does that all the time. I really, I yeah. think just, sports you know, sports, sports book better. Yeah. I don't know. Sports anyway. book better. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. You know what? I, I love sports, but I, I'm kind of with you. I don't, I don't, I'm not a big fan of sports betting. I get the appeal of it. I, I do. I just, it's just not for me. Hence the reason why we had Seth and 360 money line. Cause he's like, oh, I love it. I'm like, good. You talk about it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> don't make me. Cause I don't know. And I don't get it. Well, if you can make the bet and then watch the game because you care more about the bet you know there's no real emotion tied to it but let's be honest most folks that are making sports wagers yeah. are betting you know for their team and or they're at least betting that they think their team can stay within the point spread and all you know or or what do you do do you bet against your team so if legitimately that your team wins super your team won actually most people, Tony, that do not bet on their team. They they don't have anything to do with their team yeah. for that reason because emotion gets involved. All right. 
right. Well, very cool. Uh, good for Derek. I, I hope the guy wins another $320,000. <laughs> He'll enhance the renovations on one of the properties. <laughs> right. right. Like, you get to go into the place and like, going, remember that bet? Remember that bet I made? Those are those lights. Paid for that. Right there. Exactly. <laughs> See those stools at the video poker bar? <laughs> Do you like the extra cushy seats? That's what it paid That's for. It Notice how they vibrate? Right. You're welcome, ladies. <laughs> And in one of the more interesting Bellagio Conservatory seasonal renovations, March 11th through May 20th, they will have a 35-foot-tall floral kabuki figure in a Japanese tea garden to kick off spring. There will also be lots of flowers and that stuff, but, you know, who really cares? They always have that. I, I'm sure we've talked about it on this show, but I have an absolute fascination with statues. My favorite form of art is definitely sculpture and definitely statues. So... This giant kabuki thing, it was like, I would, I haven't gone to the conservatory in God knows how long, but I would fucking go in a heartbeat <laughs> to see this thing. So, can I tell you, when I first read this, I read it as Bellagio controversy something, and I was like, that's not right. That's not what that word is. Like, I had to say it in my head three or four times before I got it out, because I knew <laughs> I wasn't going to get conservatory. And as soon as I, I realized, like, you read the whole thing, I'm like, oh, it's a conservatory, but for some reason, every time I look at that what word, I'm psyched I think about this week is all of the mistakes aren't my fault. Like I, I wrote them all correctly, <laughs> and you guys just needed to wait, wait a minute. What is it like? Yes, read the words that I wrote. Yes, but we're used to looking at those words and then having to fix them. <laughs> I like yeah. it. I just had to call myself out on that because I, I really had to concentrate to get that one right. It's funny. And lastly, it was revealed this week by Eater Vegas that Top Chef Master Lorena Garcia's new restaurant Chica at the Vene at the Venetian. <laughs> oh, I went there, but you it's... might not be spelling it right, but you're not saying it I right. Don't... <laughs> 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 anyway, their new place at the Venetian, it will have its grand opening Sunday, May 14th. Chica will be located in the space formerly home to DB Brasseries or Brasserie, right? Sure. Every time I say it, I always, I know I said, uh, I, I remember somebody busting me, like, it's not a bra, you know, so, so I've said it wrong before. So every time I see it, it I'm like. doesn't matter, it's close. But I mean, every time I see it, I'm all like, I'm all like don't say the bra one, don't say the bra one, don't say the bra <laughs> one. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be in that place. I would totally go eat here. I'm excited. I, I mean, I'm definitely going to look at her menu. Yeah. Well, certainly you won't be doing it during Vegas Vacation 5. We're not going to be up that far. Oh, oh, damn. <laughs> you got me, Tony. <laughs> Fine. That'll do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. Like a mic drop over here. <laughs> <laughs> Attractions is the portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. This segment is brought to you by tickets.accessvegas.com. If you're going to a concert or event in Las Vegas or anywhere in the world, treat yourself right by grabbing great premium seats at tickets.accessvegas.com. Ben Harper and the Innocent Criminals are performing at Brooklyn Bowl at the Link Promenade Thursday, May 25th. Uh, show starts at 7.30 p.m. and tickets will start at 
Is that Ben from Ben Folds 5? No. Uh-uh. Oh. No, because that's Ben Folds. Oh, that's right, it is. <laughs> I just, I have no idea who Ben Harper is. Like, I don't even know what you're reporting on these people. We actually, we saw him once. Ben Harper? Yes, we went to, I can't remember the name of it, but it was where we also saw Bare Naked Ladies, and um, it, was a, it was a festival, but I can't remember the name of it now. We were still in Columbus at the time. Obviously, he wasn't very memorable to me. Oh, he was, he was that guy playing at 3 o'clock. <laughs> you know, yeah, he was. We, we were there early because we're like, going, let's go to a festival. Hey, we can sit in the third row. <laughs> there was a reason. Yeah. You thought he was out there, you know, tuning up. You're like, oh, wait, no, this is actually him playing yeah. music. Oh, he was, fine. to be fair, he was fine. It just not memorable. It's not really I'll take our real house. Nothing, I don't remember, yeah, I don't nothing, remember it at yeah. all. All right. The Revolution, as in Prince and the Re- Revolution, except minus Prince, are performing at Brooklyn Bowl in the Link Promenade Wednesday, June 21st. Show starts at 8.30 p.m. Tickets start at $30. Seems like, a, like an important part missing. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you, when I read this, when I was sitting in my office earlier today, I thought to myself, so this is, you, you go to concert and this is what you're going to Little Red Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they do is like the harmonizing, the chorus. <laughs> Yikes! Can you imagine? Can you imagine Purple Rain? How like, like there is no? It would just be. It's all instrumental. Yeah, it's just playing. Except, you're like, what's going except on? Except you don't have the awesome lead guitar, because that was also right? Prince. <laughs> like, like, I feel like we're missing something. When you get like, to that guitar really solo, important. yeah, right. It's not there. <laughs> all of a sudden, you just think that you're on hold somewhere. <laughs> <in the underline. laughs> You're in an elevator. <laughs> Some Indian guy just comes up to the mic. Hello, my name is Michael. How may I help you today? Jesus. You are talking to me from Topeka. <laughs> oh. Celebrating the 21st anniversary of their Middle of any Everywhere Anywhere album, Hanson. Is performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay Wednesday, October 25th. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at an amount they have not announced at this point. That is crazy. Isn't it crazy? It's been 25 years. Oh my God. I know. Well, what's funny is I saw that someone had posted or reposted or something um, a picture of of the three, and I didn't even recognize them. Uh I mean, I I would have just kept. Except the kid that was the lead singer, and the only reason I think he's still recognizable is he still looks like he's Kurt Cobain's kid. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of, I know I've said this to you before, man, but if you are not watching that autopsy the last hours of... Always, always. I adore that show. <laughs> they did Kurt Cobain I a couple weeks ago. Yeah. That's so fascinating. I do and have she- to say, though, hold on. I do have to say, it seems like as they do the more modern ones, they're kind of phoning it in, only in the sense that... Like, in the older ones, it's like they're looking into the autopsy to find out the real reason why they died. And it seems like everybody who's died in the last 10 to 15 years that they do an autopsy ever, like, on. So after an hour later, like, on. So I do determine that what they wrote on the death certificate is how they die. <laughs> like, going, we had to go through an hour of this? I think the biggest problem with some of the more recent ones is that in the news media, with the 24-7 news media that we've got these days... We know almost immediately what yeah. they died from, when they died, how they died, who they were with. People, you know, want their 15 right. seconds of glory. Uh, but that was, you know, also the other one that was fascinating to me was that Jimi Hendrix died because he refused to have his big toe amputated when it had melanoma in it. 
No, 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 no. You're thinking of somebody else. That's not Jimi Hendrix. That's, uh, was it? It's not Chuck Berry. Um, it's somebody else. Jimi Hendrix died on his own vomit. But... Oh, well, no. Who's the guy? Who's the reggae guy? That's oh, just oh, Bob, Marley. Bob Marley. Bob Marley. Bob Marley's the one that died. Bob Marley. Yes. Yeah, 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 I thought Bob that was Marley. fascinating, too. Yeah, to be fair, I'm making fun of that show. I fucking adore it because it's less about... <laughs> go ahead, Karen. Go. <laughs> I'm sorry. Tony mixed up Bob Marley and Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> Wow. Wow. There's something that could be said there, and I am not going to say it. Holy crap, dude. Come on. That that show, it's, it's, while when it first started, it really was about kind of shitty autopsies that they then did some research on and, and found out this is what they actually died of. But that's not the whole reason to watch that show. It's basically a recap of like the last week or so of their life as well as a nice little recap of, of their life in general. So I cannot recommend that enough. That that channel's fantastic. Karen can't stop. She's gonna cry again. It's <laughs> cry cry tears again. Or happy I believe you mixed them up. <laughs> I think it's a very fair confusion to make. Uh, in Tony's head. In Tony's head. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know that we want to start comparing those two. <laughs> uh, let's not let's not look into it any further. <laughs> no, please, Tony, move on quickly. <laughs> the Who are performing a seven-show event at the Coliseum at Caesar's Palace. Dates are July 29th, August 1st, 4th, 7th, 9th, and 11th. Shows start at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $76. How are they still around? Only two of them are around. Still. Yeah. Because John Bonham died. Actually, they did a uh, an autopsy on John Bonham <laughs> uh, at one point, and the other guy died of an OD at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino as they were starting their comeback tour. Like, like, or not their comeback tour. Their like reunion tour. Like they hadn't toured in like I don't know, like 20 years or something like that. Like, all right, here we go. He died of a coke overdose <laughs> that night. Like, well, that was short lived. Yikes. So now it's just now it's just the two main guys, Pete Townsend and. Uh, Roger Daltrey. Kind of Daltrey. Main, kind of the main guys. Wasn't Roger Daltrey a Bond? That's Roger Moore. <laughs> oh Wasn't there a Daltrey that played? <laughs> There's a Daltrey that played <laughs> an American Idol. I don't know how we're connecting these oh things. Oh my God, Tony. So tell me more about Jimmy Marley. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. All right, don't forget that you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all of the artists that we report on in coming attractions calendar on the blog. God, let's get into the river. All right, so we've got some listener feedback. First up, there's a PayPal donation. Yeah. Can we take that one? Why do you guys look at me? I've done all this show. Read to me now. Well, because all the other ones, there's a cadence. Tony goes, he does the intro, and he goes first. And well, now I don't ever go home out. first. You two work that thing out. How's that work? Which one do you want to take, Karen? I don't care. Okay, you... I'll take Mitchell's. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> Mitchell Ledbeater. That's a great last name if that's really the last it name. It is pretty wicked. He's yeah, coming to Vegas yeah. Vacation 4, too. 
Yeah, I'm really excited to get to meet this guy. He seems like a really cool cat. So he said, hopefully this brings a little good karma for everyone participating in 360 Vegas Vacation 4. Looking forward to meeting old friends for the first time. Aww. I like that. <laughs> he's a really really nice guy I, I'm excited to get to meet the guy in person and here's what I told him too is that uh, he may or may not come out with some friends and they're they're gonna regardless of whether his friends come out or not he's gonna be staying uh, downtown and so he was really excited about making the shift from luck or to downtown and he said here's the deal if my friends come with me great i'll hang out with you guys during you know the downtown we may or may not make some trips up to the strip for the purposes of the rest of it but i'll have some friends with me and that'll be cool he said but if my friends don't come that's awesome as well because then i've got back like i've got a whole new group of people that i may not know <laughs> but i'll be able to be friends with since i quasi already know all of them right. so I'm I'm elated that this guy's gonna make a make a show uh, make an appearance. Well, and even if his friends are in town, they're more than welcome to come down mm -hmm. and join us for something. I mean, I, I would say this is the chattiest we've ever been with people prior to prior to. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. So it's pretty awesome. I mean, because normally, like they know us, but we don't know them. You know, just you know via the show. And it's not it's not like that now. <laughs> now we've had extended conversations and inside jokes and. It's going to be a good time. Well, I think it helps too, Mark, that you, you've done enough of these Vegas vacations that you're you're meeting the listeners and then we're getting not just, you know, both repeat visitors to the Vegas vacations plus new people that come into the fold. And my and legend they grows. Well, and it also helps. Ego that, does too. It also, it also helps that we have Christina in town, who who likes to grow that legend and and facilitate it and encourage it, and has become our uh, our, our local screener. <laughs> she she's an excellent 360 Vegas ambassador. She really is. Yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> All right, and then from Ingrid Sheckel. She says, I can't argue with a 100% guarantee on karma donations. Work last overnight and going again tomorrow. Plus, you can diss my local Harrah's, though it has provided me much stress relief and joy. And I like hearing my name. Thanks for the show, Inga. Uh, to be clear, I don't guarantee that a karma donation will make you lucky. I simply state a mathematical <laughs> fact that everyone who has given a karma donation, it has paid off for them at a casino. I don't make you know. I don't make the guarantee. It, it seems it seems that karma takes care of that. And and for the record, I don't want to diss her locals at all. Oh, it's Tony. She's talking to on oh. that in that case. Oh, okay. No, well, never no, mind. no, no, no. No, it was you guys. You're I was the one that, said that I really like. I I diss her um her four wins in New Buffalo, Michigan. I don't recall this. Go back and listen. <laughs> oh, I'm not. He going won't back do to that. Archives. But right. <laughs> then no, that's, automatically. So my I know, recollection. Right? Like, okay, I guess I did. My <laughs> recollection was a diss on the locals, Harris, and only because of of all the things that we've enjoyed. It's it's not in in. It's. I mean, we went to the when we bottom. were living in Chicago. We went to Harris Joliet because we had to because you had to go. Before we're going to Vegas as frequently as we are, yeah. you had to go every so often to, you know, keep your points and your rewards active. And right. so we would go and, and, okay, we're here, and we did the whole thing. It's a very different vibe and feeling than a Vegas casino. And then we right. got spoiled coming down here because we have, you know, the Tunica. MGM and the, yeah. the Caesars properties in, Her in uh, Tunica. So, but other than that, no, I, I totally get it. If it's a place that you're comfortable with and you like, then knock yourself out. I mean, yeah. just wasn't our favorite. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, it's like like we make fun of like Bellagio or Treasure Island, but I never want anybody to not patronize those places. A good portion of that is me just trying to be funny, or, or you know, it's 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 like sprinkled sprinkled truth on top of satire. You know, it's, it's kind of what it is. Like, yeah, I don't really like it because of what he's done. So I'm gonna make it sound like oh, I fucking hate so ridiculous. But please, if you enjoy it, fucking go. We also have some iTunes reviews. First up. <laughs> LaRoe 2000 gave us five out of five stars, titled it Acquired Taste. LaRoe 2000 says it took me several tries to like this podcast. I'm glad I stuck with it because now it's one of my favorites. The writing and production value are fantastic. The background sound effects make it seem like you're sitting in a casino talking with friends that love Vegas as much as you do. Pro tip. If you play the fair, to be fair, or fair enough drinking game, this is hilarious. Use, use low grade alcohol, or you won't make it through the entire episode. I, ha- I listen. I knew we all we all have transitional words, right? I mean, I give you a hard time for um. Mine are. I didn't realize until I read this, like. Holy shit! I oh, do I, do that I knew you said it all the, the time. time. I'm just not gonna point it out. Well, I know I do. So you know, I do that one all the time. So much that fucking Alistair made fun of me when he did the reviews. Like, so we're at Bizarre Meat. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. we just enjoyed. So yeah, that's what it is. That's yeah. what it is. But and and I knew that I did, I think I did that. I do like actually, or I I don't know. I've got other ones. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, in in all in, in fairness, I actually <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, right? Fair. I think he's calling me out because fair enough is most definitely one of my terms. Yeah. Yeah, but Mark and, says to be fair all the time. Yeah. Oh, right. That's uh, I understand. It's just our our verbal ticks that we've got. Yeah. It's it's noticeable, and that no, that was excellent. I would say don't use low grade alcohol though if you're going to do a drinking game. You want high grade because the higher it is, the more distilled it yeah. will have been. Just small quantities. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Just you a little, just say a little baby shots. Little baby shots. But LaRoe 2000, excellent review. That was a very fair synopsis of of the entire podcast. (laughs) We also got another review by Vegas by Monday. He also gave us, or they also gave us five out of five stars, entitled it Mandatory Listening. Cheese's hot older sister, Mark is the Gimp, and Natalie Holloway buried treasure. Do I need to say any more? Just give it a listen and thank me later. I love the cheeses hotter. There's so many things that we don't think to archive or make notes about or anything. But, but apparently, then, other people but pay then attention. People bring it up, like going, "Oh my God, do you remember when we said that the cheese curds was cheeses hotter older sister?" I love it. That's fantastic. Third one comes from Sir William Trost the Fourth. <laughs> he said. Come for the news, stay for the humor and friends. He gave us five out of five stars. There are many Vegas podcasts out there, and while they each serve a purpose, few are as entertaining as this one. As someone who has listened to this podcast since the beginning, it's been great to watch Mark and co-hosts evolve from Brian to, he says Daz, but I think he means... Da- well, it, well, Daz was on for a short period of time. Matt was on. Well, Matt was Matt, the co-host. Yeah. Oh, wait, Tony, yeah. you forgot Matt's name? Wow. Yes. That's not good. Oh. Um, please. You know what? 
Matt, you listen to the show? Call me out on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. You're not on Twitter. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so as the hosts of all from Brian to Matt and Daz, then Scott, and finally now Karen and Tony, Mark has always stayed true to its origins. Just a bunch of friends who talk Las Vegas and have fun while getting sidetracked. The current bunch keep me laughing during my commute, which I'm sure has gotten some weird looks from those driving near me. <laughs> Live long the roughin'. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Appreciate the review. And our final review is from Terry NC. Gave us four out of five stars and titled it Second Review, Different Opinion Now. I have upgraded my rating from two to four from a couple of years ago when I started listening. Basically, in my first review, I said Mark's laughing annoyed me, and I didn't know how long I would be listening. Well, two years later, I'm still listening. I must say Mark grew on me in a positive way after getting to know him through his podcast. That's how I got Karen. <laughs> you didn't have a podcast. You annoyed me at first, I, Exactly, yes. but I annoyed you, and I hang around long enough, and you're like going, I don't know why, but for some reason now I like him. <laughs> I and really he grew in you versus on. <laughs> Usually he's already grown by the time he gets in. Come on. I'm I'm not he better come ready and correct. I'm not waiting my wasting my time. <laughs> All right, back to Terry and C's review. I really like the guy a lot. He put a lot of work into his weekly shows, and it's quite informative. Although I've been going to Vegas since 1989, listening to this podcast, it seems I learn something new each week. Occasionally, also occasionally, he narrates stories about old Vegas. It's kind of like storytelling on the history of Vegas. Can you do more of this, Mark? I really miss those shows. Anyway, I apologize for my, my harsh comments I initially made. I didn't give your podcast a chance. Now I have, and it's awesome. Keep doing what you're doing. Aww. Thanks. <laughs> I I am uh, I I it takes some time to get used to me. <laughs> he, he does grow on you. Yeah, and I, I, I and I completely appreciate you know Terry and C's opinion because sometimes you're just like, oh my God, he's too much. And then oh, I still the get that from like, Karen uh, periodically. Like, really, Mark? Really? <laughs> okay, now now you're just overdoing it. Can right. can you stop just a little? <laughs> I uh, on, on the vintage concepts. I I honestly do want to get back to him. It's one of those things where. They take a lot of time to do and to do properly. The reason you got so many of them in the beginning is I was obsessed with this show when, when I first started doing it. It was the only hobby I had in my life. And that's also why I got burnt out on it because I just lived this show. So I, I'm trying to not judge myself for my lack of... Um, what am I looking for here? I'm not going to focus on it at this yeah, time. Focus. That, yeah. Thank you. That's what I'm looking for because I do want to do them, but uh, they're just uh, – right now I'm just kind of going with the, with the feeling. I'm just waiting well, for inspiration to hit me. And, and part of it, too, is you know, you do have a full-time job, and then you write the show and then edit it and do all this other stuff. I mean, it's and, not and like And I it's, now have other hobbies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not like it's – you know, you're just sitting around waiting to, like, read something or do something else. No, I, I do assure you it is something that is still near and dear to me. And I, I'm, I said on our 100th episode that I had something like 50 or 100 or something in pre-production. That is still accurate. There, I have Actually, Tony has seen them. 
Tony has has tried to help me to get started back on them again when when he first came to the show and he saw the amount of effort put into it and we had an entire meeting where we talked about where I wanted to go with it and, and it didn't take him but a couple hours like going holy shit how do you do this because it's it's extensive but it, like I said they are still there I know it's going to hit me again I know it will one day or at least I believe that it will I don't, I don't want to put any any pressure on myself <laughs> to do it but I do hope to get back to them one day or or at least get to a point where I can accept that they aren't "Quote unquote done to my standards, and I can just come. No, I've got I've got a story here that I can tell. It doesn't have to be, you know, the the most complete version of this story ever, or the the greatest version of it, or whatever. But no, I I do love them, and I do look forward to, to bringing them bringing them again. All right, and then lastly, once again, we have a Twitter poll brought to you by Inspiration. What I did is I asked you if you could go back in time and visit one extinct casino. Which one would it be? The options are the Dunes, the Sands, the original El Cortez, or the Stardust. Now this poll will be open until next Thursday. If the property you would like to see isn't listed, just reply with the property's name. We've already had a few people reply <laughs> with properties that are still there. Now some of them genuinely didn't know and I had the opportunity to educate them that they're just basically renamed or they've become a part of something else. Like for instance, somebody had mentioned the Mint, which I have always said is a place that I would love to be able to see, but it's because of the signage. Because the Mint is still 100% there, minus the signage. It is the western part of Binion's, it's the western half of Binion's. And someone else also brought up the Flamingo Hilton, which I don't think needs any more explanation than that. But I understand these may not be the versions of the property that you would like to see. But the point here is specifically about properties that do not exist. Their structures are not there anymore. It, it, it isn't possible to step foot in any incarnation of them anymore. And that's why I came up with these. We've had we've had a couple, but we've had some people. I think it was Sky in the Rocks actually brought up. He goes, you know what? I'd pick the original El Cortez or the the original El Rancho because I got a chance to gamble at the other three. It's like, oh, go fuck yourself too. Oh. <laughs> it's like what a dick, but, but in like a super awesome way of like, oh, I hate you, but that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Well, I guess that's going to do it for episode number. We've been here a while, you know. <laughs> it feels like we've done three podcasts. Uh, so that's going to do it for episode number 226. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so by going to the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. You can support the show via purchasing things from our affiliates, Amazon, Susan Entertainment, tickets.accessvegas.com, Earth Limos, or just make a PayPal donation. You can buy merchandise from our store. It's zazzle.com forward slash 360Vegas. Ooh, speaking we of, get a cut. we now have the Vegas shirt on I Zazzle. I saw that. Yes, because yeah. I had forgotten about it, and people were like, where the hell is the Vegas shirt? And I'm like, oh, shit, that's right. So, yes, the Vegas shirt is now available. That is a V-E-G-A-S apostrophe D. Yeah, as in, you've been Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God, I'm so fucking Vegas. <laughs> 
And finally, you can help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. If you'd like to send us some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, when the interwebs are reaching you, where can people find you? I am 360vegas Tony. Karen? I'm at Karen Mark. He just told you where you can find me, so until next time. Yeah.